The Weekly Dish podcast is brought to you by Lakewinds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lakewinds. All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com, and if you can't make it to a Lakewinds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. Hi, it's Stephanie Hansen for The Weekly Dish, and the produce section at Lake Winds is in full autumn harvest swing. Locally grown apples like First Kiss, Zestar, Harrelson, and Sweet Tango are here. All the apples you'll find at Lake Winds have been grown using the best methods for delivering tasty, healthy, fresh apples. Use them in salads or as snacks with peanut butter or cheese and in all those delicious baked goods. We're also getting into winter squash season, and I make a killer curry squash soup that is so easy. Turn your oven on to 450 degrees and roast squash, onions, and apples until they're soft. Then blend them with a tablespoon of curry powder and vegetable stock. Serve it all with a swirl of coconut cream or sage leaves fried until crispy for a hearty fall favorite. Lake Winds just isn't natural food. They're also a great resource for recipes and cooking tips. Listeners can visit lakewinds.com to see videos of local chefs like Beth Dooley making a roasted squash salad. Don't miss out on the last of the local growing season. Enjoy the best that fall in Minnesota has to offer with Lake Winds located in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, Richfield, or online at lakewinds.com slash delivery. on my talk 1071 your home for entertainment and all the and the everythings everythings and entertainment yes i'm stephanie hansen hey i'm stephanie march and we are here to talk about all things food that's Um, right i hope it's going to be a glorious day today it may be chilly well yes i think i am going to do the weather report but thanks (laughs) it's better that or um I have a little uh, poop news later. No, no, no. We don't need it. Nobody wants it. No, you kind of do because no. it's funny. Well, can we talk about it first off the air just so I can decide? No, that would ruin it. That, you know, we have to decide, you guys. Sometimes we, we, people, I mean, we're friends, but we don't talk during the week, really, because no. you're doing your work. I'm doing my work. Yeah. And then we come together and during the breaks, we just like verbally vomit and download our whole <laughs> lives. And then we get caught up and then we see each other the next week. And yeah. I know if I really need you, I can text, but I better not leave you a voicemail because you're not going to listen to that. So I know how to communicate I to your with voicemails, you. Because I you know do? you actually leave them. Oh, I get frustrated when people go, "Hey, call me back." Nope, I saw that you called, <laughs> and I just like just give me some content. Give me some I content. Leave, if I am going to leave you a voicemail, I leave exactly what I need on the voicemail. Yeah, I know. That's what, I listen to your voicemails. Your voicemails are correct. Okay. Good. I'm glad. Look at about that, that. A prop right early in the show for you. Yeah, a prop. Um, okay, what was I just saying? I oh, we were talking anyway, about the, the weather. weather anyway, it looks sunny. Yeah, it's chilly. Yeah. When I drove in, it was it was very cloudy. I hope that people get a nice day today. It's nice. So I got to tell chilly. you, I was in Chicago and uh, yesterday on uh, Thursday and Friday morning. And the Friday morning with the snow and everything else, boy, Minnesota snow Twitter was like right active, was right on it. I was sitting in Chicago and it was a beautiful, you know, it was like 50 and sunny and I'm sitting there and uh, I opened up the Twitter with my coffee and I was like, wow, wow, it's snowing. And you know how you know? Because everybody's telling us. Yeah. Everyone well, is reporting. It, and it was so weird because I was driving to Fox to drop off some stuff for Jace and I had to drop stuff off and then get home and then we had a segment and I was driving, and all of a sudden, it was like a like a snow squall. People were pulling over. 
on 494 because they couldn't see. I was like, okay, that's a little dramatic. Yes, it is snowing. Yes, it's really awful. Yes, I can't believe it's not even Halloween yet, but you're pulling over. Like, come on. But it's you're going to be okay. Yeah, it was more of, I mean, from what I saw from everyone's videos, that it was like, it was exactly that. It was a squall, which means that it's like, it was 15 minutes of intensity. Yeah. And you couldn't, I mean, it wasn't great visibility, but it wasn't enough that you're pulling over, my word. Right. Okay. Um, But that was was Chicago. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, uh, Chicago was great. I mean, we literally drove down. We did a little quick college situation where we headed down to go and workshop application process with, you know, the former 4.0 child. Actually, 5.0, he likes to point out. No, I'm just kidding. He's just real smart. That (laughs) old son. Yeah, Joey. And he, he basically, we like, we are, you know... Uh, the Aquarians of the family, meaning Jake and I, tend to be a little less organized in our ways. So it was a really good thing to go sit and just, you know, go through, like, what are the deadlines? What are the application processes? Who is on a common app? Who is on the communal app? And what's all this stuff? So what's a reach school? What's your match? Like, what are you thinking about? So we did that, and it was great. And then we walked around um, DePaul University, which is in his neighborhood, which is gorgeous. Yeah. Just a beautiful campus. I don't think I've ever, as many times as I've driven by it, I've never really walked through it. It was just beautiful. And we walked through, you know, the rest of them, you know, as far as like Loyola and the rest. And we drove up to, um, and then on the way home, we drove up to Madison and walked around Madison. Does it feel like the college towns are locked down? Yeah, well, not in Chicago. I would say that we walked around. They are locked down in that we weren't allowed to go into anybody's like halls or mm-hmm. unions. We we were trying to go into the union in Madison just to go to use the bathroom, and they were they were like, "No, you need an ID." And I was like, "Can you just let him go to the bathroom?" And they did, which was nice. But it's the students. There was almost zero students on DePaul campus. We didn't see anybody. Loyola. There was a few like athletic kids walking around. Madison was pretty. It wasn't Madison esque busy, but there was. Was definitely student activity and life happening. Um, and from what I understand, you know, we have some friends who uh, whose kids are there and they're in apartments. They're not in the dorms. They live in their own apartments and they're they're still online classing from their apartments, but they're still sort of gathering, but not gathering. You know what I'm saying? Everybody had masks on. I will tell you, walking outside and inside, people had masks on. The whole state of um, Wisconsin is kind of on lockdown. I know this because my dad has been having a lot of health problems and was hospitalized. And then our choice was basically in-home care, which is a fortune, which is what we chose, or put him into an assisted living rehab facility right. where no one would be able to even visit ever and there wasn't like yeah and your wife can come like for 30 minutes no nothing nobody so i mean yeah no and wisconsin's rates are not great and that was we basically we really did you know wear our masks and and sanitize our hands a lot when driving through wisconsin and in chicago you know what i mean i know that their case load is going up um but it's we didn't feel unsafe we didn't the only place we stayed inside was Joey's apartment. Yep. And then we, but I mean, we walked around the Chicago neighborhoods and we wore masks. Everybody wore masks. And yep. when you're walking around that many people and it was fine, I didn't, I didn't have any, I didn't, wasn't worried or anything about it, but um, I will tell you that the thing that I come away with that I'm still always jealous of just a very wonderful amount of hot dog restaurants that you can find in <laughs> Chicago. You can walk around the corner and find devil dogs or you can like, Oh my God, we turned left. And I was like, I'm still so hungry. We have to stop at this 
drive-in that is a hot dog drive-in, you know, the super dogs. I mean, it just was like every corner and it just makes you happy. I don't know if you're a hot dog girl. What's a devil dog? Um, it, That's just like a place. Like that was okay. their name, devil dogs. And so they had all these crazy dogs thing, you know, all these. We didn't stop there because we were actually on our way to go get like pad thai. But but I did have to get this super dog on the way home. And it was like we got the whoopska dog or something like that it was like this great Polish had been grilled. But then also like it had been first like cooked in it had been boiled in this special like spicy sauce and then it was grilled. So it got kind of caramely sticky. But here's the gig. It's the onions, like the chopped, beautiful onions that they fry and put on there, you know, that they griddle. And then it's these fries. And I swear to God, if you ever know anything about Chicago fries, like the low key way that we used to enjoy them in, you know, post-college life at Clark Dog, you know, right in, in by Wrigley Field was the beef fat fries. Hello. Just fry those in tallow. I mean, my God, it's so different. It's so good. They just know fries. They know hot dogs. They know fries better than us. I'm just saying it. It sounds delicious. I'm I know. Like, oh, I, I, I like hot dogs, but you're making me want one. That bad. hot dog I threw home. I'm literally still thinking about it. Going like, can I try to recreate it? Like, I don't know. I just don't have fries that. Fries at home are so hard. I know. That's probably the missed piece of the pandy. You know what I mean? That I miss the most. And my drive throughs are all closed. Like Minnetonka drive-in, all those drive-ins are closed. So I don't have a place to <laughs> go candy. get it. I'm like, what? I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, oh, the, the pandemic. Pandy. Yeah. So you're missing a good, like, real crispy, delicious. I want a crinkle fry. Fry. That is so crisp on the outside because it's been fried, but that inside is still squish. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is a perfection fry. I am trying not... I. This is a hard one for me to even say out loud. Friends, I'm not eating inside yet. Okay. I It's a personal choice. That's okay. I've been pondering it. I am really working through it in my brain. And every time I run up against it, the answer is just no for me. And if you talk about fries, I think about Meritage and their duck fat fries and how good they are. And then I think about that Meritage is going to be open during holidays for limited seating. And then I think, oh... That would be so amazing to have like such a civilized meal there. And then I think, no, don't do it. Like, I wish you could see my brain. And I've talked yeah. this through with my husband 52 times. And I'm you're like, probably going to do it a bunch more because holidays will. Yeah, they're going to tug at your heartstrings. They're going to tug at your habits and they're going to tug and you're going to want to you're going to want to feel tradition and feel normalcy. And you're going to have to figure that out. Yeah. And I'm going to see my dad tomorrow. I'm moving like. Uh, yeah. And I just I I get all like, well, maybe. And then. I'm like, no, don't do it. So if you're inviting me to things, I'm so glad because it's great to be invited and be wanted to be included. And when I say no, I say it with the heaviest heart imaginable. I'm just I, I'm I'm researching um, down suits. I have a snowmobile suit from the 1970s, but I don't even think it's warm enough just so that I can go anywhere outside. <laughs> yeah, well, they're. I mean, they're going to like. People are working on their patio situations, that's for sure. Okay. And they'll and be Michelin man suits. Yeah. Are people making those? So I can just be like some giant yeah. puffy roly. Hello, I'm here. Could you hand me a drink that I can hold with my mitten? Yeah. I think that's I think the drinking is gonna be what's gonna help get you through this. Let's okay. okay. Let's just do that. All right. <laughs> You're gonna talk about restaurant week yeah, when we're we come talk back. About restaurant of- week next, and there's a lot of great options for both you and other people. Okay. So here we when go. We come back on the weekly dish. 
Hey, everybody. It's Steph March for Common Ground Minnesota. You know what? Food brings out the passion in people. And people love to talk about food. And so why wouldn't we talk about the people and to the people who are growing our food? We have an opportunity, you guys. Common Ground Minnesota on Facebook is a place where women farmers are able to answer your questions about the food scene and the way that they grow food. They are ready to engage. They just want to talk about how they grow food, what they think about why they grow food, and all the things that have to do with the way that your family is eating local foods and what they're growing. Remember that you always have an opportunity to check in and chat with farmers in Minnesota at Common Ground Minnesota. It's right on Facebook. It's on Instagram. You can check them out on Common Ground, M-I-N-N. They're ready to answer any and all of your questions. joining us this Saturday morning. Guess what next week is? Uh, pre-week before Halloween. Yes, the Weekly is. Dish Halloween show. Oh my God. Are you going to dress up? For your show? Yeah, for your show <laughs> and my show. It might be Our the show. only like, costume opportunity. I, am I going to dress up? I think we should dress up for the show. Stephanie. I mean, I know it's a Saturday morning and you're going to just have I'm going to wear like a, a garbage bag because that's all I'm going to be able to find. Seriously, I... I, I think you cooking. need to do a little bit of work on this then. I'm I think working you need with to plan. a skillet. One, you can come as Betty Crocker. I don't even have a microwave anymore. You, fine. You don't need a microwave. I'm, I I feel like, well, I got, I so, I've sold everything. Okay. I don't even have, like, I have sold everything. It's been very cathartic. <laughs> You're just going to go buy it all again. Well, I d- sort I of. Mean, <laughs> I mean, I got to buy new stuff. I just or don't, old I stuff don't that I'm buying that. Facebook Marketplace stuff. I My old stuff. Is big furniture for the house that I have. The two houses I've had have had big rooms. This house has small rooms. Oh. So even like my dining room chairs are these big wooden like restaurant chairs. They don't really look very good. Okay. Um, my a normal couch is 72 inches is a smallish couch. I have 60 inches. It's like barely a love seat that will fit. So I've just had to reimagine all this stuff. All right. Well, here's some good news for you then, since you're not going to be able to find anything and you don't have an ability to probably even cook. It's restaurant week. So lucky for you. You're so right. You can actually just take out. You are so right. You are not going to be able to have time to cook. You're not even going to know where your pans are. You're not going to know where to put your pans. No, because the actual move is Tuesday and I'm going to my dad's for to visit. And then, yeah, I only know that there's a cupboard that will fit my instant pot because I measured it. Oh God! <laughs> I will tell you that I've yeah I've I'm still I'm four years in this place and I'm still like shuffling like well these pots don't really go here. Absolutely, and I know it's like four years. I have a pot drawer. I know. I've never had a pot drawer. How does yeah. a pot drawer even I have, work? Like, lids in them, and I was like, maybe this isn't for lids. And I just sort yeah, of think that's, about it. Yes, that's where I'm going to be at. Oh next. well. Anyway, here's the good news, you guys. There's literally the fact that there's Restaurant Week is happening again, which of course, as we know, is a tough. This we're walking into some tough times for restaurants coming up, and we're kind of thinking about it in terms of. We got to give them as much, you know, kind of cash and get some uh, revenue into their pockets before we get to the snow flies part. Because I think a lot of them are worried about are people going to come to, you know, patios at, when it's cold or are they going to still do takeout? How's it all going to go? Well, Restaurant Week is a great idea because I think one of the things that I love is that they are, um, you know, they're going to give you a lot of places have both dine in if you are feeling comfortable or takeout. And they're gonna they're gonna kind of up that game, and I love that idea that uh, like you can still you can get a thirty five dollar dinner from Bungalow Club, and Yum. you can if you feel like you want to go brave it on that patio, yeah. you're absolutely welcome to. 
But then you can also just grab it and go sit near your couch, which I think is, or your new kitchen. So one of the things I love most, you guys, about Fall Restaurant Week is literally the squashification of everything. There's so much squash. <laughs> I'm so happy to say that there's like braised short rib and like, okay, on the Bungalow Club for one of their entrees, one of their entrees is glazed honey nut squash with wild rice and smoked onion puree. Okay, that sounds really good. Right? I, do, do you imagine that it's like nestled in yeah, the little that's half, totally, half moon? Yeah, I'm just absolutely in for that. Also, the short rib with like sweet potatoes and apple and cheddar. I mean, like there's more sh- short ribs that I can, if I can have more short ribs, I'm in, basically. So that's Bungalow Club. Um, I'm just going to run through a couple of fun things for you because I'm feeling like for you, you can get takeout and you can run this stuff. Now that yeah. you're on the western side, too, you know, think about Alma. I mean, like Cafe yeah. Alma, if you're going to do, you could do like a lunch situation. They've got like roasted turkey sandwiches and they've got, you know, they've got the good hero sandwich with the red morta- red table mortadella and all that stuff. But for dinner, you can either get this wonderful rigatoni and sausage ragu. I Yum. mean, like a good, really good red sauce rigatoni. Um, and then they've got, uh, you know, that farro chickpea roasted broccoli salad. That sounds good. You love that. I do. I love farro. It's one of my favorite grains. I know. And that's only like a, that's a $30 dinner for three courses. Like these are the other things is I know you're kind of, oh, here, maybe you want to try Campiello now that you're way out here. In, that's that's Eden, Eden Prairie. Prairie. That's okay. I have made a commitment to myself. Yeah. Because someone was like, sent me an Instagram about how sad she was that I was leaving St. Paul because I'm the only one who ever talks about St. Paul. I was like, look, I'm going to make the commitment. I'm in St. Paul every Saturday. Kurt and I have already talked about like Saturday will be St. Paul Day. Really? Yeah. And we'll like come back. And, and there's things that I never did in St. Paul that I still want to do. So I'm like, yeah, once like we're going to just make the commitment that we're going to get out and about. Okay. Um, I'm going to actually switch you back to Tilia, which is not. I love Tilia. I know. And it's because I want to say that this is one of the ones that I was like, I couldn't decide with this menu. So this is a $35 dinner menu and like butternut squash soup with brown butter, nutmeg. Yum. I know. Starting off with that or a wild mushroom tartan with like whipped ricotta, walnut, sage, pesto, garlic, butter, glazed mushrooms. All of that is like exactly the, the words I want to hear together. Yum. And then the entree, you could do olive oil poached salmon, which I'm not really, I'm a little bit done with salmon. Quite honestly, I ate it so much this summer <laughs> that I, I need a break. Just done with salmon. I'm done I'm with done salmon. With it. Done. But that's okay because they have a dopio ravioli, one of those big raviolis with sweet potato and porcini mushrooms and a robiola fonduta, which is just a cheese sauce. Hello. They made it sound really good, though. Good Lord. And then they have a copa, uh, pork copa steak, which is like a pork steak, you know, with bacon braised butter beans, mustard greens, and molasses mustard sauce. I love butter beans. I know. <gasps> have you not? Like an Irving. They have yes. a good takeout dinner. I love this place. I know. It's an under, like, that one is a little bit, I think people forget about it. Mixed green or red pepper soup. Okay. And then lobster roll and fries or a Pat Lafreda beef patty, coconut shrimp, golden gravy, fried egg, fukaki sushi rice. Furikaki. Furikaki on a burger. Yeah. Yum. Um, Copperhead $30 dinner, by the way, which I love those guys. This one is so homey and comfy to me. This is dine in or takeout. $30 dinner. You start with the creamy tomato dill soup or that Brussels Caesar. Everyone is doing the Brussels Caesar and I'm happy for that. Oh, I love it so much, but I'm just going to give you, I know you got to take it in smaller doses. People who eat Brussels, I feel like if you eat and if you regularly eat Brussels, you're fine. I love that salad. Yeah, that is a great I salad. I just have to eat it with caution. And then they have a chicken pot pie. I love the idea that, like, why don't we have more chicken pot pies on me- restaurant menus? 
I don't know because I'm a big. I make pot pie at home a lot. I know, but like, and we're I think that kind of people. But I would love for someone who has the skills with a really good pastry dough to make a chicken pot pie. Colossal Cafe. Do they? Yeah, and oh. you can buy them frozen at Golden Fig. Yeah, I mean that's my thing. I don't. I mean, I want you, you know. Should put it on I don't your want list a frozen to... one. I want someone. I want this. Yeah. I want this. Put this it on I'm your saying. list. Yeah, farmers. Uh, they also have a baked mac and cheese, by the way. Yeah, with house made cheese sauce and cava toppy. Yummy. I love that place. Um, that's Copperhand, and that's on uh, East Street, which is a place that I think a lot of people. You know, I think you forget about it if you're not if it's not in your rotation necessarily. Um. So then there's places like Baltimore. There are places that are just eat in, to be clear. And that's, again, you know, one of those things, like, if you feel like you're ready and you want to kind of... And lots of people are. Well, and and if it's... here's And here's my thing. If it's well-spaced, like, I kind of have to go with it. I know a lot of you guys call up and or you send us emails and you say, can you tell us what are the safe spots? It's so hard day to day. If I tell you that I felt safe there, you know, having lunch uh, at a place and it was spaced out and everybody was doing all the right things... That's maybe not going to be the same experience you have just because of the variable of people and the amount. So I always just worry about that. And also what makes me feel safe isn't necessarily what's going to make you feel safe. Right. Um, so I, I do want to say that. But can, I do love the fact that they have a dinner um, at Baldemar that is just basically you can start with short rib mac and cheese. You can move to the smoked flat iron steak and then have an ice cream sandwich for lunch. Can I, mean, I just if you're at the free house for restaurant week for lunch. Um, OK, the grain and green salad, which is kale, arugula, quinoa, wild rice, Brussels sprouts. Yes. Pomegranate vinaigrette. OK, then your entree, you can choose avocado toast. Really? I don't think they're on here. They're right here. Really? I'm going to show you. Okay. Maybe it's from the year before, but I, think I don't think so. I think it's from the year before is what I wonder because... Oh, it is. Yeah, sorry, Shoot, they're not because I wanted avocado toast. Which is weird because that is not a very fall thing No, it's not, want. but I still want it. I mean... Listen right. to me. I know. God. Okay. Oh, you little genies in your bottles. Do you want me to respond to that? No, I don't know what to say. I'm just letting it sit there for okay. a minute. You okay. know. Um, Christina. Stephanie? Yeah. I am going to do a little taste test with you today. You you, you have to warn me. No, it's going to be a delightful one. Oh, man. Okay, so sitting across. So let me give you the visual. We have a plexiglass screen between the two of us. So I have to kind of get out of my chair here to hand her what is. Well, and I know what they are. Pumpkin spice Cheerios. Yeah, because you can see them. Because I can see the box. <laughs> okay, so I went on Jace yesterday and did a segment about pumpkin spice. Yeah. And I am crazy about pumpkin spice. I am not crazy about all the iterations and the weird stuff they've done with pumpkin spice. But what I brought you... So last week we did the pumpkin spice Kit Kats and neither of us liked them. He didn't like it either. This was, we were, I I was on one side of the spectrum and he was on the other side of the spectrum on the pumpkin spice limited edition Cheerio, which you just ate. Yeah. Well, uh, let's hear your thoughts. I'm 100% in. Are you one this to- is exactly what pumpkin spice should be applied to. Thank you. Yeah. One to five pumpkins. Yeah. I was like, this is a five pumpkin. It's yeah. got a delicious clove flavor, yeah. which you don't find a lot in pumpkin spice. So it makes it a little savorier. Right. Jace was a one. He thought it tasted like chemicals. I just, I was like, no, no, no. This is a five pumpkin. That's interesting. You know, cloves tend to have a sharper 
you know, profile. That's what I told him. And I think that that tends to people who don't eat cloves very often, it tends to feel chemically, but it's so natural. And it's like a burn in the back of yeah, your throat. Yeah, like it's supposed to be yeah. a subtle spice in that, like, it's supposed to bring heat, but not really frontal, you know, like mouthy. Yes. Oh, I love it. Oh, I'm s- fine with this. Smarchy, you didn't yeah. fail me. I'm so happy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because I I was like, these are five pumpkins for me. Like, yeah. one out of five. This it's a is five. where it should be. Like, I don't need, I don't want pumpkin spice to be applied to chocolate because that has its own beautiful profile. It doesn't need it. And I don't want it applied to weird. I like it better in a bread situation because it mm-hmm. is a baking ideal. The ideal behind it is baking. And that's where I would totally take this. So this seems totally right. And warm and savory. Yeah. Um, we did a taste test. I will say another thing that people or that he liked, and I liked it too, was the Maddie and May's vanilla pumpkin spice popcorn. It's, um, if it lacked anything, it was salt. Oh, really? And it was a four out of five. It wasn't super sweet. It was kind of like a pumpkin spicy kettle corn flavor. Sure. And again, if it lacked anything, it was salt. But both him and I liked that more than I think we thought we were going to. Um, Something kind of, if you can find it, is real good. And I didn't try this with Jace, but the Trader Joe's pumpkin pie spice ginger beer. So, yeah. Here's what you do, though, Steph. That's a little too sweet for me, probably. You make a cocktail. Well, sure. So you either make, our producer hopes laughing, you either make like a Moscow Mule with this gingery beer, so you've got like a pumpkin spice situation Moscow Mule, or you put a little bit of apple cider, a little bit of this ginger beer, so you've got like kind of an effervescent situation, <sighs> and then you add a little rum. What makes it pumpkin spice ginger beer? Like, what are you getting off the ginger beer itself? That gives you a pumpkin spiciness. There, I will say, because ginger beer is kind of ginger beer. My point I, is if they just labeled this so that your brain decides it. No, it is a different product because I've had the ginger beer. Okay. It's a little more clovey, like okay. a little more all spicy, a little more nutmeggy than just ginger. Ginger beer sometimes can be like just sharp. Oh, yeah. Well, ginger is a, yeah. is a hot spice. Like um, it's hot. <laughs> so I thought it was good and it's only for a limited time trader joe's pumpkin pie spice ginger brew and i think i was i've been thinking about halloween like halloween a i don't have little kids anymore so that's sad but i'm moving into a neighborhood full of kids and i'm like are they gonna be doing it should we just hand out beers to the parents and i don't know like something like i don't even know what we're supposed to be doing kurt's like how about we just like have some fun cocktails (laughs) Just the two of us. And I was going to say off. this is probably not the year to like <laughs> introduce myself open to the up neighbors. As the party house, right I know, away. I don't I know. know, and I want to. I'm missing people. Can you tell? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh gosh. Um, okay, so that was that. But here's what I want to tell you, and this is the original part of this segment. <laughs> I have made my own pumpkin spice because I thought this isn't this hard. Like it, it can be more than just cinnamon. I can actually make pumpkin spice. So I did. What did you put? I put, I have to look up my recipe, but I put cinnamon, cardamom. I put a little um, allspice, which I don't even know what allspice is. So I feel like when you say put allspice in something, you're just like saying it's a spice mix. No, it's an actual spice. Is it? Yes. What is it? It seems like if it's all, it's lots of things. I Um, had cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, a little cardamom. It's a Jamaican pepper. 
Okay. All spices, it's the myrtle it's pepper. pepper, the pimento. The pimento is actually the dried, unripe berry. Who knew that? Well, I mean, the Google. My God, Well, girl. I know, like, but Google now, that. Because we love pimento cheese, so why don't this they call not, it all spice cheese? But don't cheese? put that into that. That is not the same thing, right? I mean, it's not the same. It's not like you can cross that pimento into this allspice flavor is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, you probably can't. Yeah. But so I made this, and I shook it all and put it all together. And then I was like, okay. Here's, okay, go ahead. Well, this can sub. In you, your point was, I like this in baked goods. My point is, is it's not pumpkin spice just because we put cinnamon and ginger and cardamom together. That's just baking spice. My point is, if it's going to be pumpkin, it has to have a pumpkinness to it. That's been my point all along. When people put cinnamon on something, you go, oh, it's pumpkin spice. No, it's not. Like, well, there has to be a pumpkin. pumpkin. There has to be like a squashy flavor. How are you going to make a. Pumpkin spice mix. I know seasoning without. I mean, you dehydrating pumpkin over pumpkin. there. There should be pumpkin to it. Otherwise, it's just. Is it any different, honestly, from like the gingerbread mix? Because you usually put ginger and you put cinnamon and you put allspice and you put cloves. But this is just. You have taken this into <laughs> a new realm. Why you gotta dump on All my I'm pumpkin saying, spice mix? You can have it. It's just so weird to me that I'm people... glad I didn't bring you any because I actually did make you some, but then I forgot it. Okay. Well, I'm going to bring it for you next week. I mean, I guess I'll have it if I can find it. Right. Um, Okay. But you can make this yourself. And here's just my subtle little. This is my tip. Okay. If you like pumpkin pie spice mix, pumpkin spice mix, and you want a pumpkin spice coffee, but you don't like want the sweet and you don't want the. Have you ever just taken this spice blend? And I already know what you're going to say. So I'm, I'm trying not to laugh in advance. And you just put. It sprinkle it on your coffee grounds. Oh well, that's, and then you make your coffee. Yeah, I mean in New Orleans they put chicory, which is like that same idea in your coffee grounds, and that's. I mean i I do that. I put cinnamon in my coffee. I, that's what I knew you were going to say because we've talked about this. Yeah, I, think, I but, put cinnamon in a lot of things, and maybe that's why is because for me cinnamon isn't a seasonal spice. I put I put cinnamon in my chili. It goes straight into my chili. And yeah. We're not talking cinnamon sugar, people. Those are. I mean, like people who think that cinnamon is sweet, it's not. No, but it gives you that note that sort of. But if you do it, I have it more savory than I think. I actually would you do. put my pumpkin pie spice mix in your chili? Is there no is, no cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, cloves, and allspice? Um, no sugar. You know what? It's a little bit too much because I. But I do put like I put garam masala, which is a lot of that profile is that same sort of profile of depth of flavor with cinnamon in my chili. I feel like garam masala, like. Because isn't curry powder in that, too? Um, and so then doesn't it make it, like, have that... Because curry is such an assertive flavor. Yeah, it's... Uh, let's see here. Garam masala. I'm just, like, going to look this up. It is a spice blend, and it is... Uh, God, what is it? Uh, curry, cilantro, whole spices of cinnamon, mace, peppercorns, coriander seeds, cumin seeds, and cardamom pods. Right. So, like, I think, like, that's the difference is, like, this kind of thing is, like, a little bit, it's just a little bit, it goes a little left where the pumpkin spice goes a little bit right. Yeah, on the savory. Yep. Yeah. Like, yep. cumin, I think the cumin is a big piece of that. And the mace, too, for me. Because I put mace in my bolo sauce. Mace is a weird spice that yes. you don't hear a lot about. Like, no. if you look in your mom's cupboard or your grandma's they cupboard, you're going to find mace. Yeah. And it's hard to find now. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Like and spices those are all that toasted. Die. Also, like garam masala is toasted. You know, usually, and then it's ground into a powder. And the toasting is what you I mean. Like toasting completely changes, not completely, but it definitely rounds out a flavor of a spice. I mean, if you're putting it into a blend, you should you should probably toast your stuff before you put it. It ground it down. 
Do you huh. ever do that? Like your cardamom pods and your cinnamons? I don't tend to cook with cardamom pods. I have them. I've used them. I find it's just like a pain to grind everything in the spice grinder. And it's Wait, so are you, you saying you're just, are you combining dry spices for your mix or are you taking the hard spices, roasting them and then grinding no, them? No, I'm combining dry <laughs> spices. <laughs> I'm not going to put them in my coffee. I have to grind coffee beans with that grinder. I'm not going to mix it all You don't have two up. grinders? Mortal and pestle? No, I don't have lots of anything right now, but no. No, no okay. Um, yeah. I will say, if you're looking, I had to go to Arks Valley Village quickly to get, because I did a segment and I had no pans to put these rolls that I made in. I literally couldn't find them. So I was like, oh, I'll just go to Arks. And they had grinders there. They had an instant pot there. They had a lot of serving dishes for Thanksgiving there. They had a lot of good stuff. Yeah. And a lot of good Halloween stuff, if that's your jam. Um, Okay. So the bottom line is you can make your own pumpkin pie spice. It doesn't have pumpkin in it because I don't freeze dry pumpkin, but it does taste delicious and you can use it in. I have a recipe that we'll put up for pumpkin cream cheese bars. Um, Also pumpkin bread, which Stephanie, I kind of stole from you. I'm not going to lie. I was going to say you basically ripped off my pumpkin chocolate chip bread. I did. I created a recipe that's a little bit different than yours because I couldn't find yours. But if I could have found yours, I would have just said it's yours. Instead, I had to make one. Um, So, yes, pumpkin bread using the pumpkin pie spice. And did I just call it pumpkin pie spice? I did. But that's what it is. It's pie spice. <laughs> like it's spices you put in a pie and you choose to make it a pumpkin pie. But I bet you you'd put this in apple pie too. Like all of these things. I'm Why gonna. don't we all call them apple pie spices? Yeah, I'm gonna. Or I would put them in the apple dumplings. Totally. This is an apple which dumpling. A lot of people have been blend. making those apple Mountain Dew apple dumplings. Baking. I know. Someone asked too if you can use ginger, um, ginger ale or sprite. Yes. Anything that's bubbly gives it that effervescence. I think it's it's the yeah, it's the bubbly any and then that's like when you put beer into your batter, into your frying batter, it gives it that lightness. That's Oof. what this is looking for. Yes. But it's also looking for the big sugar wop. Yes. Wop. All right. So okay. that's it. Make your own pumpkin pie spice. It doesn't have pumpkin in it, but it'll be delicious. And buy the pumpkin spice Cheerios. They were pretty good. Five out of five pumpkins. All right, we'll be back. We are just talking about all the fun things that we're going to make here in the next couple of weeks. Steph's going to make kanji. Well, if that's you... my top two now, too. You just oh, hold on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> this I didn't want to This is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show where you guys want to give us a call. 651-641-1071 if you want to give us a call. But you got to hold because i got to talk about that in my top two hour, too. Okay, so this is the portion of the show where you can be like, hey, no one's pumpkin spice has, like, dehydrated pumpkin in it, so it's okay. Yeah, you can totally call me on that. That's fine. 651-641-1071. Um... A lot of people are having MEA weekend with the kids. So I've got a couple recipes coming up that are, I think would be fun to cook with kids. I went to um, my sister's house to drop off some books and rang the doorbell and I didn't, I had my mask on, but I didn't want to go in because my sister's husband was home and I didn't want to go in. But my little niece, who's 10, my little Skylar, she's standing in the window and she's like, Hi, Steffi. Hi, Aunt Steffi. How are you? Like She was talking a mile a minute and I felt like, oh, they're starved for people, you know, oh, just yeah. like, oh, people, there's people out there in the world. God, yeah. 
Hey, I wanted to give a shout out to Freehouse since you mentioned them. Gina. Yeah. Last night at the Great American Beer Festival, they won some seriously big prizes. Oh, I don't that's know if great. You knew this. No. But uh, they basically, the Freehouse Brewers took home a gold medal for their Scotch Ale, but then Freehouse won a gold for the Large Brew Pub of the Year. Oh, that's fantastic. Isn't that massive? That's yeah, a massive, that's them. a national honor for the Freehouse at the Great American Beer Festival, which is pretty great. That so is congrats. pretty great. Shout out to them on that one. Yeah, good to hear some some local news. Yeah. We've got uh, Mickey who has a call for us on the line. Uh, you can call us 651-641-1071. Hi, Mickey. How you doing? Hi, girls. How are you? So good. So good. I was listening. I'm trying not to be one of those callers who didn't hear what you said earlier and then asked a dumb question. So <laughs> we have a 19-year-old birthday tomorrow, and she's down at St. Thomas, and she wants to go out uh late lunch early dinner because she has a chem lab practice Sunday night and I was listening to places and I was googling round St. Thomas or even kitty corner do you have a suggestion it's too cold to be on a patio unless you know one that's really heated and nice or spacey spot to head in Stewart's St. Thomas in Minneapolis yeah it's Oh, wait, St. Thomas, Thomas in Minneapolis or St. Paul? St. Paul. Oh, okay, okay, because okay. I, I was thinking the law. Over. I said that. Okay, okay, so Stewart's, um, they are literally almost right across the street. So cute. It is a very cute little spot. They have simple menu, but it's like elevated kind of grub pub food. Like they have these Korean fries that are delicious. They've got a great burger, a caramelized onion grilled cheese, dill pickle fried chicken, rigatoni like a walleye shore dinner that's really good so it's kind of comforty food which i think would be perfect for a 19 year old okay so stewart's is yeah. one good place to try if you want to go a little bit more like fancier birthday kind of style i would say Lagrola in st paul which is on selby and that is all different kinds of delicious homemade good pastas one. Or, I mean, the Lexington is open. You know, if you want to go sit. That's what I looked at. Yeah, go <laughs> sit in the bar area in the Lexington to just get, you know, kind of one of the, a few little fancy things is kind of nice. Okay. Well, those seem that. fun. She just wanted something a little trendy. So, yeah. I'm like, okay. Uh, trendy. Which is trendy? What do you think? I mean, Stewart's. I has, think Stewart's is kind yeah, of trendy. They, he does really great, you know, kind of for fun things that, are, that aren't too. Fresh you know. sage rigatoni with squash, kale, pumpkin seed, pecorino, and brown butter. Yum. That sounds great. I yeah. know. Everybody's... Okay, well, I got those three ideas down. I'll yep. uh, bring them to her and see what she picks. Thank oh, you, girl. Okay, thanks for letting us know, Mickey. Brown butter. I'm all for it. We might have to do a segment about brown butter when I actually can get my skillets out. Yeah. Doesn't that sound just delicious right oh, yeah. now? Brown 100%. butter. 100%. 
I had it all ready to go. And then we left to go on the van trip. And she like did the first day of showings. Mm -hmm. And I came home from the van trip three weeks later. And on the table was all of these squashes like inside one of my bowls. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cute. So we're getting ready to move. And Kurt's like, what are you what are you doing with those squashes? I'm like, I'm going to move them. He's like, why you? I mean, they're three weeks old. I'm like, no, they're five weeks old and they're fine. It's squash. Yeah. I'm going to make a giant vat of squash soup when we get settled. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not throwing away these squashes. No. They last forever. They do. Well, you know, I mean, properly kept. That's the point. Yeah. Like you harvest and then you have stuff to get you through the winter. That's what our grandparents did. They put them in their root cellar. Yeah. Put them in a nice, cool place and they, they stay. That's a weird thing. People have... That is a truly weird thing. People are so obsessed with like sell by dates and, and expiration food and food safety <laughs> that they forget that obsessed. like people didn't have stuff over the winter. Like that they basically didn't they basically didn't have like grocery stores to go to over the winter. They would just have root sellers and the stock that they kept. Yep. And so why wouldn't that's why we dry things. That's why we you why know why I packed up 40 jars of pickles and yeah. sauce and sauerkraut I mean, even just and all those, the things like, I made this summer. Vegetables, those are supposed to be in your root cellar. Like yep. just cool and chill. Have you had any delicious apple salads yet? Um, I'm not a big apple salad girl. You're not? No. Oh, I thought you were. I no. know you like the good beet salad. I do. Those are so different for me because like beets are salty and dirty. You know, in that uh-huh. way, and apples are sweet. I don't like sweet salads. I don't want my salad to be sweet. I want an apple. I've been, I mean, all about the baking, all about the straight eating. Like the tart, like pop is something that I love. Like I would love for my face to be sore from all the acid from the apples. I love that. I had the danger zone. I bought the caramel apple sauce that you get from the store. Yeah. And that is a bad idea because all right. I've done is dip. And dip, dip, dip. spoons, apple you know, slices, more spoons, yeah. like a tablespoon of that before bed isn't a great idea. <laughs> no, I'm actually on the peanut butter kick with the oh. apples. I just apple peanut butter like Yum. crazy. And here's the thing that I do. Okay, here's the thing. I put the garam masala on my peanut butter. So I have real, good. real peanut butter, like no sugar in the peanut butter. And then you sprinkle a little of the garam masala on top of the peanut butter and then you spread it on your apple slice. That sounds good. That's it's, like humble nut butter. Is it's the delicious. Spices. Yeah. yeah. But no sugar. You know what I mean? Like I put I just, salt on my salt. peanut butter. Yeah. And me too. And that was somebody said something about I was salting my peanut butter and they felt weird for me. No, I was like, not at all. I salt my caramel sauce is. too. Well, everyone salts caramel. I mean, I'm my like, God. I dip the Salted apple. caramel, by I, the way. Don't you feel, feel like that's jumped the shark a little bit in yes. terms of... Like fanciness. Like yes. I saw a Milky Way that was salted caramel Milky Way, and I'm like, yeah, so. Like what? Why are you <laughs> so making you such still a fancy gotta thing eat about that it? nasty chocolate? <laughs> yeah, you have to get through that. Yes, I will tell you guys the Quick Trip actions in Wisconsin. Like Quick Trip is a great store. Yes, it like, is. Like I basically was like, just it's like a grocery store. Yep. There was a guy grocery shopping at Quick yep. Trip when we were there. It's fantastic. like as we stopped for gas. It was crazy. It's fantastic. I loved it. All right, we'll be right back.